all things Aussie hoops and NBL fantasy. Three bucks setting out to make Supercoach history. So many things that we cannot wait to see. When do we get onto the source? Perhaps a twoies or some bubbles? Or is it Miller time to celebrate our players' double-double? Party with bangers and some rock by DJ Mitchell. Is he a lock? The Kings can bring the chips like Jonah Bolden brought the dips. Will we get Ulbricht quick or at least very soon? We think it's Taron Armstrong that is going to the moon. How do we read our next stars? Are you superstitious? Impressive Johnson Alex are. The competition's rips the vicious. Robert said no Franks, so they got Franklin instead. They signed some Wiley veterans. Do they get over the humps ahead? The finalists have been all action. With Finn Diesel and Denzel. Couldn't beat them, so they went cheat them. Who's fast and furious as well? Can't have a pair of Sams, but can they fill Pinder's shoes? And can we pair some Jordans when Crawford's small and Hunter's huge? Will Cummings hit a shot? JLA has hurt his wrist. With no AC, does Kel run hot? And is Huck Porty worth the risk? And Adams is back with his family. Let's usher in a new era of fantasy. G'day listeners, you're back with Benny, Banksy and Boydie, the basketball blokes, dribbling all things Aussie Hoops and NBL Supercoach. The official NBL Supercoach podcast. And dare I say proud to be it, because have you mm. had a look at this platform? Oh. It is... Whiz bang. It was so good having seen it unlock so quickly that we are now doing podcasts on Monday nights, which is a new Ding. exciting Ding. trend. All the Supercoach Plus stuff is awesome. Um, Just all the stats and all the different things, the traded outs, the traded ins, the players, all that, the graphs. And how quick did the game open? Oh, yes, I oh. It was within an hour, I think, yes. uh, last night. So I was already fiddling around with it last night, 10 o'clock or whatever, when I was getting some podcasty stuff done. And Very. dare I say 22,000 participants. So mm. let's, oh, mm. we heard it before, but the competition is Rubstavicious. Oh, and speaking about competition, this is where we go through our review, where we go through our own competition here. And uh, we go through the top bloke, the ordinary bloke, and the average bloke. And the ordinary bloke is where we start. We work Ooh. our way up. And that is myself, Ben, co- coach of the ghosts of Giddy. Uh, 400 club for all of us today. Well done, fellas. That's nice pretty close. good. It was yep. pretty close across board. Um, 409 points for me. So um, we're all going to just touch on what happened. My, I always do poorly timed holidays and nights out. And this time I was mm-hmm. uh, uh, at a crown. Uh, oh, geez, with right, uh, having breakfast with Scotty Pippen, mind no you. Um, I was getting paid a bit, this fella. Yeah, maybe. Thank you to all our Patreon supporters out there. Um, but get the news that Taron Armstrong is out, and it means I need a complete restructure because I was planning on playing Taron in round two. Yep. My result yeah, for that. Was. All three of us were, I think. Yep, yep. so that's good. Um, what I ended up having to do was to get rid of Alex Saar, which Ooh, hurt quite a lot. Whammy. To bring in Menenga to be playable in round two for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and look, I think that my trades this week, I was a creek starter as well. We won't know the outcome of whether or not that was a good or bad move. Really, I think, until we see how creek goes this week. Potentially as a captain for me, we'll wait for Banksy's captain's podcast later, but... Speaking of Banksy, he was the average bloke this week. I was 424 points. And I think, Benny, we only had two players different from memory. Uh, one on the court, one on the bench. That had me ranked 276. So it just shows 15 points means a good 500. Still top 4% for me, if you want it, mm. like an idea. Like yep. it's still... Percentages. Given we got 22K in there, it's not too mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. It is a big gap between us though. But uh, there is. And you we didn't. must say, we must say the reason Benny was a crown, birthday boy Benny. Oh, yes, birthday boy Happy Benny. birthday, Benny. Oh, well, they had the public holiday for me in Victoria and mm-hmm. also they for did. our football team's grand final. Mm. success. Mm-hmm. That was also good. But anything else to add? No pie Thanks chat you. tonight. Come no, on, I obviously had the Taron issue as well, like all of us. Um, I didn't have a lot of cash to play with at all. Went on the Henschel roller coaster, which I'm sure we'll speak of a little bit later, um, at the DNP in the first game and played very well in the second game. And the top bloke, last year's ordinary bloke, but the original Oracle, 
in Bordy. <laughs> is he back? The deep ball was a very strong start. Talk us through it, mate. Yeah, I, I, look, I've finished on 4.34 or 4.35. Um, I think it got me to, uh, what was I, 105th overall, so top 1%. Um, got nice. the league, Got a league win against uh, the Ghosts of Giddy, Benny's team in one league, which was nice. Um, I went a bit against the grain and didn't go Henschel in when the Taran news went. Uh, thankfully, I had some flexibility. I saved some cash. I know you boys were pretty tight. Uh, Cash-wise. You don't have Creek, right? I don't have Creek, correct. Yeah. Um, um, so I've got a couple of sort of higher-priced higher players. Like I can afford Saar, exam- for example, to sit on my bench. Um, but, yes, I had a bit more flexibility than you two. I ended up going against the grain. I know Henshaw was a big name, and it probably it would have actually been better off for me because I actually went Isaac White mm. um, uh, on the bench. So that was a bit stinky. Um, but we'll talk about that a bit more. So if I had have had Henshaw, I think I'd be sitting uh, equal seventh, I think it would have been, an extra 14 points. So or actually 13, oh, 14 points. So it would have, would, have been, would have been a bit of a nice score. But still happy with my 435 and reasonably set up for this week. I think we're all happy. It was real, real solid start for yep. all three of us. Importantly, most leagues start in round two. Okay, so if you want to set up a league and you want to add these experts to your league, go ahead and do that because I think, and I think we've proven ourselves okay with a, a solid round one start. And I'm looking really, really nice for round two. Had always planned that out to be the case, but we were not. Look, Bordy mm-hmm. at 150. Fifth, you were not the top Patreon, that's for sure. No, that's um, right. Fellas, do you sort of run through some of these rankings some of our Patreon supporters have had? Yeah, so uh, Dirty Devon, rank 15. We had so we had a bunch of equal 15s, actually. So we had Dirty Devon, uh, K-Bock, 1-1, one, one, 11, K-Bock 11. And uh, Christo, oh, returning from <laughs> the UK, <laughs> Christo, and joins <laughs> the... Um, Christo. May Christo may may have got a panicked phone call from Christo when the Taran news dropped, okay. uh, and did give him some advice. I think he followed through with that advice. So okay, I'm glad. not to get Isaac White, seemingly. Yes, <laughs> I told him. Well, I didn't say I didn't mention that that name. Um, Good, lucky for him. Um, well, there was a group of them, wasn't there? Yep, there was also was Mark Warwood, fifteenth uh, as well. I wonder if all these four teams had the same team or if they were slightly different. But there was a couple better again. Stewie C was 11th, I see there. And there was someone, one of our patrons, Ooh. tied for number one spot in the overall rankings already. And that was GT. So well done. Well done to Jared there. And this is the thing all our patron supporters know you've got to register early. Because that was the tiebreaker that's got him the prize over the Oh, line. really? Okay, oh. that worked. Nice. And obviously all our patrons nice did start. get a couple of red alert emails as well just to make sure that you're aware of the news. We sent the Taran news around um, in there. So another benefit of being at one of our patrons. And speaking of news. NBL Fantasy News. The news that has been coming across our desk is we now have the answer for how Ooh. this uh, apparent three-game rolling average works. We've had plenty of questions <sighs> about tell. it, and we do have it straight from the developer themselves. So, listen to this. Mm. The system will always look for a minimum of three games to get a rolling average and work out the price change. Mm-hmm. And it will go back through as many rounds as it needs to to get those three games. Okay, so... In the NBL, we obviously have occasions where they play four games over two rounds back-to-back. Look at Cairns' schedule. That's going to happen a lot, but at the moment we've got Southeast Melbourne and Adelaide players mm-hmm. that that applies to. So in those instances, it will will use the four games. Oh, okay? okay, So think Mitch Creek in that early 18. That will come in. I was thinking Ooh. it was going to drop off as a Creek owner, but no. <laughs> that will come into the calculation. Important. We sent the big example, which was the big talking point, which was Ben Henschel. DNP in the first round, I think you called it a roller coaster. I agree, that's how I felt as well. So he played the one game so far for a round, for a score of 29. Let's say he plays the one game next week, no change, he's only played two. He plays two games in round three and four potentially. It will take those two in round four, get his third game from back to round three, therefore... <gasps> the round one Ooh. score does drop out. The so 29, completely. gone. The 29 or won't mm. be as part of that calculation. If, unless he has another DMP. Okay. But, yes, it will look for those three games, and if that plays out the way we expect it to, mm. big, 
be grateful you've got your 29 points. That's great. Yep. Mm-hmm. We'll take it and run. But it will not work into the first price change calculation from so it's potential. Probably, probably the play, people that are planning on trading him in, in, I would think, based on that 29, it would be most want to be most aware of that. I yes, guess. you would. Because that's, that's the risk. It's, so it's not going to be in the – if he keeps – even with half that production, he's going to get yes, a very nice price money. rise. Correct, correct. So th- we have to keep it all relative. But that, if he does play some minutes, we don't know about the Ty Webster injury at the moment, but that will not include. So, so the easy answer is it counts the most recent rounds that gives you three games for a player for their price change. And if they play four, the fourth is included. So, mm, okay. um, yes, I've got a little... Uh, clip now about Ben Hench from the press conference with Ben Henschel. Yeah, he was pissed at me the other night because I didn't play him, so he retaliated pretty well. Were you pissed at him? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. I mean, I understand it was my first game, um, but yeah, I was sitting on the bench just wanting to get out on the on the court, but it happens. So not only... Mm. Is Ben Henschel pissed at John Reilly? Now we are all are. <laughs> all those super coach people that enjoyed that 29 that won't get it. Uh, but look, take your 29, 15 points on your bench. Are. Be happy with it. Let's hope we can get some continued production. It's going to be very interesting to see what role he has going forward. Now, apart from Henschel, Mitch Creek, I mentioned before, that 18 will be included. And you look at the Illawarra Hawks schedule. How's that going to go? One game? One game. One game, two, two games. games. This whatever they scored in round one doesn't matter. It it, it matters. What matters? Okay, you get your score. You get the score, but yes. it does not contribute in the change of price into the Correct. change of price. So price be aware of, of that. So people saying like Albridge was useless and stuff like that. You shouldn't have. That's garbage, in my opinion. Yes, mm. he's still going to be someone you can sit on your bench. who's going to yes. have a solid role all season long. And he also almost doubled the score he requires at his price. So. Correct. So that is great, but and, and he, he didn't Sydney. score. He didn't score that well. They played Sydney, yeah. Mm. He didn't score that well, no. so you wouldn't be annoyed. No. <laughs> so, um, yeah. You shouldn't be anyway. No, that's that's right. So that is the news. We now know how that happens. Very good. F- feel free to get some further clarification on our Discord group, if you please. But uh, that's the end of the news. Let's move on to the next newsy segment. The Injury Report with Dr. Boyd. Alrighty, fair bit to cover off here, so uh, probably need to do a lot, maybe 45 minutes or so to this. I mean, that's what the people would like. Perfect. Uh, Adelaide, obviously, we had Trey Cow, Wiley, Jace Kiddie all returning to action. Uh, obviously, we had a, we did have a big case of dud impotitis uh, with uh, Franklin. Yes, they're no the, longer with us. They kept him Gone in the crowd, through. in fact, just keep him <laughs> away from the team. That, you don't yes. want that dud impotitis to spread. It's very contagious. Mm, very mm. contagious. So, uh, interesting one there. No important news there to date. Uh, Brisbane was the big one. Josh Bannon was out late, uh, although we did know about it before the game started, which was great. Um, um, up to three weeks, still treating. They're still being treated as a week to week with that MCL strain. So, bit of a worry that one. Um, and obviously, we'll probably talk about it a bit later. But the Brisbane schedule would have been nice to have Josh Bannon fit and firing there as a nice cheap sixty nine thousand dollar player. But we uh, appreciate Brisbane coming out nice and early. Yes, nice, nice and, early. and early, very early, very good. To be honest, the whole league's been mm. fairly good with their early announcement. Much better. Taron could have been. Uh, you know, the next day because they were playing, they weren't playing until the next day. Mm-hmm. So we found out 24 hours beforehand, which allowed players, people to swap their super coach teams to four extra teams. Obviously, the first game had already been played, but you still had all those Friday night teams you could have changed pick players Amazing. from, which was perfect mm-hmm. and better than we have experienced in previous seasons. Cairns, Bullqual returned. Um, and then we, st- but we still have uh, Tajir McCall expected to miss a number of weeks with a hip industri- in- injury. Um, Kian Devis, Dennis as well, uh, sidelines. So that's their development player there. Uh, not too sure he will be on many Supercoach teams. Uh, An import big Josh Roberts uh, described as battling the clock to take the court on Sunday before missing. Missing, uh, but something to consider. But. Yeah, I don't think he's taking the spot of those big no, boys well, at the moment. No, I thought so. He's, he's a role player behind those guys. I think the biggest one of all was to Taron Armstrong, which we've already mentioned. Um, looked like he was playing because they talked about a rib injury. I think we had a Seven News Cairns report saying oh, yeah. rib injury, probably looking likely. Uh, then later ruled out with a foot injury that happened on the Friday morning, according to our intel, mm-hmm. um, at training. Obviously, they played the Saturday. 
Um, so foot injury on the Friday morning. No update as yet on that one. So it's a big uh, – if you've got Taron. Yep. Um, we would not recommend bringing no, Taron even if he's just named. About to go no, with, but that's okay. Dr. Boyd was covered there, mate. We're all good. Good. Um, <laughs> Hawks full, full strength. Uh, no, no worries about there. Not sure they were full strength on the in the last game, but we'll go with it. Um, Melbourne, Ian Clark with an E apparently, but no, uh, missed mm. both games in this round. So obviously that opened the door for Delhi, opened the door for uh, Shaley to keep hitting the minutes. Um, hamstring complaint it is with Ian Clark, so unlikely. Uh, so that he was unlikely to play in the opener. He obviously didn't. Less likely to play tomorrow night um, against. Uh, but he was a chance for Adelaide. That's what Vickerman said. But he is still a worry. I would thought um, with that hamstring can be a little bit dodgy. JLA still out. Still a long time out. But at least he's uh, up and about. He's on all the. Uh, he's getting interviewed at each of their games, etc. Could affect some of those people looking to bring in some of these United players, like well, Delhi. It's, it's a red flag, I guess, um, for Delhi. He'd probably be the main one, I would suggest. Um, maybe CG43, if you've got him in your side. I think Flynn Cameron. That's oh, the and Flynn Cameron yes, as well, yes, because he had big minutes. Uh, mm. One of Benny's boys, I know. Um, one to watch there. They're definitely a bit of a red flag about those, especially with Melbourne only on the single this week. It's a bit of a worry. Uh, New Zealand, Wilmington White still out with that hand injury and uh, Manantis, Mantis Robstovicius uh, both um, out still at the moment. Uh, we won't be bringing those in any team anyway because after this week they've obviously got the single uh, in round three, so mm-hmm. forget about them. Mm-hmm. Big one for all the Supercoach fans out there. Ty Webster went down with a lower leg injury Um not thankfully not his upper or middle leg. Um, there's no time frame at present for that one. Um, so hopefully, it's just a case of a bit of ointment. Not too sure. Um, he was yeah. in my team at stages. Oh dear, he was I'm, in my first actually, team. Build. In, I knew he was in both your teams. I thought he was in both your teams. Ain't he's he? cheap, uh, but um, he, he is cheap, lucky. Those preseason scores weren't great, and he's yeah. going to be cheaper. Mm. He's going to be cheaper. Um, so no time frame there. Obviously, that's going to affect maybe Henshaw, maybe a few of the other guys there. Definitely Perth. Henshaw. Uh, Sam, Gary Brown returned. Matt Kenyon returned as well. And obviously, probably ramping up with their minutes still. A um, bit of a red flag there if you've got any of their backup boys. Um, saw still a while off, and we don't have a date for Gorjan Gak either as well. Sydney DJ Hogue still out with a few for a few weeks, they're saying. And I don't think there's – but he has been at games. Mm. Um so, a bit of an interesting one to wait and see. If you're a Jalen Galloway owner, you're probably happy with that. And Tui owner, maybe, you'd be happy with that. But um, still be a little while away, it appears. Uh, and especially if you've got the run now, we've got two doubles in a row. But Banks, you'll talk about that soon. And Tazzy, still Magne. Uh, oh, breaking news. Breaking big news. surprise. Magne um, sick of saying it, to be honest. I hope Big Willie... Got a feel for the guy. I hope Big Willie gets in at some stage. Uh, and hopefully Magne plays some minutes this year as well. Yes, that's, I'm not going to say what I was going to say. We are now official. Hold it back. Move on to the schedule. Failing to plan is planning to fail. It's time for the Schedulizer. All right. Now, short term, six teams on the double this week. Uh, in round two, that will be Adelaide, Brisbane, Cannes, Sem, Sydney and... Tazzy, now ideally we're going to bring in guys longer term than just this week. So it's Brisbane, Sydney and the Jackies. They are the teams to target. They've got um, back-to-back doubles across rounds two and three. If you look a bit longer term, Brisbane have four doubles over the next five rounds. Um, Melbourne United obviously have those three back-to-back doubles from next round, but I don't think you're going to be bringing any of those guys on the single this week Unless your name's Huck Porty. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Only that. That's a big call. Well, you can't universally say that. People yeah. could have set up perfectly for week two. But maybe. Yeah, maybe. Not but, many. Uh, that is that is probably a fair statement to make. All right. We've got plenty of questions. If you want to ask questions, sign up. As someone, we just had a brand new sign up to our Discord group. And you can ask your questions away in there. Need an adjudication on who to trade in this week? How about a ruling on who to sit or start? Let's see who submitted their case for judgment in the fantasy full court. First question from Jay Kirtley on the Discord chat. 
top five must-have cash cows to trade into your team before the price rises. And we have, Boydy, the perfect solution. Oh, we do. We certainly do. And it is, of course, Banksy's bargains. If you go to your little super coach cat, go to look for, have a look at the news section mm-hmm. or big, any big of your big, your big papers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's uh, something called Banksy's bargains in there. Oh, Banksy, stop give us your top five. Got there. our own stop column, it. boys. Yes, I did do a top five Banksy's bargains this morning, entering round two. As I just mentioned in the schedulizer, number one, I had Ariel Huck Porty. Um, he does have the lowest break even and he's looking at the biggest price hike following his third game. Um, hard to sort of order the following, but I had Jalen Galloway with his extra minutes with Hogue out. I had Alexander Saar, who isn't currently. In my team, unfortunately, mm-hmm. and Matthew Deliver Dover at four, and someone that did find their way into my squad, thanks to you, Boydie, <laughs> Ben Eyre, rounding out the five after his scores. In we had the battle one. of the Ben Tens, didn't we? No, don't matter. Ben Eyre and Ben Henshaw, it wasn't both a bad Ben Tens. Very good pick. Mm. Um, so there, Banksy's top fives. We we can't really argue with them at all. I don't no. say. Boy. And if you want a more in depth analysis of those top five, jump into the article. Yep. It's there. It's under the news tab. Have a read. News tab in the Supercoach website mm-hmm. or on the app as well. Uh, next one came to us from Bradus. The Kings trade in one of Tui, Jalen Galloway or Quatnoy. Let's do them in order, fellas. Mm. And it's very obvious. I think. Galloway, Tui, Noy. Bang. I'm agreeing with that mm. all the way. Tick. I am biased as I am a Jalen Galloway owner already. But I'm you are also ranked in the top 1% of the universe and really should be seventh in the universe as well. <laughs> um, he's so almost my number one target this week. There you go. Well, they're into going into two doubles in a row, aren't they? And he's mm. seeing plenty of minutes. Um, so sounds reasonable. He started, oh. bo- he started the game on the weekend. Have you seen Frenchie's, Andrew French's team on Twitter? No. He's very highly ranked. I would not be surprised if he's winning the comp after this week. He's already got both of these boys in his team. Oh. He is looking can very I, well. Can placed. I intervene with a question? That I, I don't know if there is a question. I've had a read through. But relating to this, okay, I just want a quick answer from both of you. If you can only bring one in this week, Galloway, Jalen, or Alex Sarr. Obviously, one's got the better schedule, but longer term, if you can only pick one this week, mm, that's a bit of my... Uh, Saar's going to go up this week in price too. Yeah, Saar's going up. Yeah. Saar has the DPP edge. Mm. Mm. It's tough. That's that's my question for my team this it week. It is not something I have had to consider because I've been locked into my trades and they are going to go according to plan this week oh, for me. So, um, How did that work out with Taron happened? Yeah, look, <laughs> now I'm playing Menenga instead of Taran. That's the only difference. It's not, so too bad. It's not that's, a bad thing. That's oh, a disaster. That um, is a real tough one. I don't think we have that down the line. So mm. we have to be – guys, we're official now. We've got to give the judgment. I've called myself – I went from the Froling lover to the Galloway lover. So I'm going to go I'm with I'm purely. I'm purely basing this off that, uh, that you can switch it around after two Sydney doubles. So I'd be going – Jalen at the moment. Yeah. And then Saar, I'd probably, you know, if you'd want to, if you can work it and bring him in for round three there, round three double, that's what I would be going off. So who's more playable? It'd be Jalen at the moment. I think Jalen. I think yep. you could start Jalen this week with a double, but you couldn't start Saar. So that's why I would probably be overriding him. Yep. Mm. Okay. I think that gives a good... It's thank good you question. at Banksy Blokes for that excellent mm. question. The next question we had... <laughs> We had a couple, actually, regarding uh, Bobby Clintman for those who brought him into the team. From Ruby, uh, she wants to know, geez, this is an unusual one, hold and start, Bobby, or trade. Talk about one side to the other. Oh. <laughs> so, no, and no, no bench option. No, no bench option. So, or who goes Bobby or Ben Eyre, we've got uh, as the question there. So, um, I'm very comfortable holding Bobby, and but I don't really want to start him, so yeah, I'm, I can't see I'm, how that's not an option. I'm in, I'm in agreement with you there. I think I'd be happy maybe holding on to him, but I'm not too sure I'd be wanting to start him at the moment. Um, obviously, we did see some good form in the blitz. It didn't quite carry on into that game. Um, 
So he I, still, and he only played the twenty minutes. Was there the foul trouble? Yeah, I think there was. He, he was four. on four fouls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he was um, my just about my favourite next star. He, just he was the thing. He must. Have, I don't have the I don't have the box score in front of me, but he must have had some turnovers because he, he did, did fill up the stack sheet. He had he eight did. points, four turnovers, I five believe. rebounds, two assists, and two steals. So with Draft a player like Twitter that, was very happy as well. Correct. Like from when I looked up, um, with a player like that, you're probably going to cop some games where there's a few turnovers, so it's going to hurt you. Actually, it's just the way it goes. I'm starting Menenga. Oh, there's a very good chance Clintman outscores Menenga this week. So yeah, I there is. So, look, to save the trade, yeah, if it's a one-week thing, um, potentially, if there is no option to bench, then, yeah. What's, hang on, what's he priced at? 115 15 So he's beat, with the 15 he got on the weekend, he's beaten that yeah, score, that's right? So that's a tick. He's got a double this week. That's a tick. There's no re- replacement Cairns players coming in. I, I don't think you trade him out. I don't, I don't think that's an option. The trade out would probably be to someone like a Galloway. Is that yeah, worth that's it? That's a tough one. What about the other guy she's asked? That's the question. What are you talking about? Ben Air. That's not from her, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so makes his red run sheet again. Yeah, he's done well. Uh, Living look, in the future. Yeah. <laughs> obviously. So look, if you well, so I'm gonna go the Bobby yep. to Galloway. If it's a luxury trade, would you do it? Because you get two weeks worth out of it, knowing that Clintman's going to be a must trade anyway. Uh, yes. You would do that. You would do you? that. You probably yes. Only if it's a luxury. Yep. If you it's wouldn't. a luxury trade and you got no other, you, you just it purely you're doing it because the arbitrages you're going to have to do Bobby next week anyway. So you may as well bring it forward and then you can use your two trades next week on something, two and, other things. And right? that is why you, you, you don't know do what next week's going to bring. You don't know either. what it's going to bring. I mean, you might have a tower, you might have this, you might have that. You're right? tying up your trades if you bring a week as well. Yep. Which yep. is why Ben Air goes. Oh, Bobby goes before Ben Air. Mm. I think so. Yes, definitely. I think Bobby goes before Ben Eyre at the moment. Ben Eyre is the first guard off the bench at Sem. Um, even if Brown comes, well, Brown and coming starting, I think that he's that first guard off. So definitely, I think he's seeing minutes. I think even in the game last yesterday, you didn't see Foxwell until like very. He was jumping in the second half. Wasn't yeah, I was it? very surprised. So they're obviously that. I think the the he's in the order of. Playing Ben is well above Foxwell. Well, there was probably a little bit of a question mark before that. Prior to that, and you would imagine Brown's minutes are still Brown's going a ramp to, up a little bit. But yeah. I still think Ben Ben probably plays he's fifteen a, or twenty. He's playing a role. He played correct. He played thirty in the first game. Yep. He played twenty in the second game. I was watching him very closely as an owner, and his job was to lock Cotton down. How often do we see Cotton score seven points in a game? Yes, no, yeah. he, did, he did that and well. Harassed, and they harassed him. He's a bit of a pest, he which is actually adding a bit of a string to his bow because I mm. sort of thought purely looking at the Sem roster makeup that he was just there for the bench scoring and he was just going to be the bench scorer. But now, because you know, most all of the other guys on the bench there are, are more defenders, Foxwell, um, Kenyon, etc., especially in the wings. Um, but now I think he's going to be he's, – he, he's shown that he can actually do a defensive job as well, really well, so – and a very, very cool function on the Supercoach oh, platform. Okay. Here we go. If you have Supercoach Plus, you can actually click on the Players tab and click Cash Cows, and it will show you that Ben Eyre is the number two prediction for increasing in price this round, Ooh, predicted to go nice. up 30K. Yummy. Look, there's something I didn't want to bring up until a little bit later, but you also have a little thing in the schedule called Round 4. That we need to be very conscious of. Yes, That's we do. Very good. Okay. Mm. Now the next topic of discussion is all about Sam McDaniel. Mm. Bucks just wants us to talk about him. Can he keep this kind of scoring up? Dunny wants to know: Can we start him? And the Dirty Devon wants to know: Is it worth using a trade to get Henschel to McDaniel to lock in that price rise at early points in time? Ooh. Let's start with the broader question first. Fellas, what do we think about Sam McDaniel? I like him. And I contemplated was one of my options maybe to bring in when Taron was out. Um, and in hindsight, that would have gone really well uh, <laughs> as yes, well. fair to say. That one, I think I would have been leading the league, um, mm-hmm. leading overall. But I didn't. Um, I didn't pull the trigger because the fact was I, all we had to go off was going back to blitz stats. The first two games in the blitz, he didn't do much. I think nines and tens. Um, this, and it was only the third game where he broke out, right? That's I saw that as a bit of a negative. Um, one of the positives is Coach Shuler knows him and knows him well from their Melbourne United days. I think he's brought him up there for a purpose and I think he's going to play minutes. Whether he plays 24 and a half minutes, which he did on the weekend, 
every game? I don't think so. Um, DJ Mitchell played only 13 and a half, as a, and DJ is playing more as a traditional four. A lot of the times on uh, Friday, they had McDaniel playing the four in like a small ball type lineup. I'm not sure that's going to happen every against every team. Adelaide don't really have the height and size that they, they warrant playing a proper four. Pretty much every other team does. So I can't see that being a trend. He's demanding minutes. So he's going to be playing, I'd say, 15 plus maybe at the moment in the form he is because the thing about Sammy Daniel is he's known as a defender, but he's been he's scoring. He had 13 points on the weekend, he's, but he's putting up things. The other thing was... 11 rebounds, I think that was inflated because of his opponent. Adelaide couldn't save themselves rebounding on the weekend on Friday. I personally haven't even considered looking at bringing him in. Yes, they've got a great schedule. The flags are Baines, 13 rebounds. McDaniel, 11. Harrison, 9. They played Adelaide. Bannon is coming back into this squad. and, And I had a look before, right? His highest rebounding total in a game last season was 5. Oh, I was going to say six, but that's... What are the odds that he's going to get double-digit rebounds again this season? I don't think he's a 30s supercoach scorer every game. Could he be 15? Absolutely not. 15 to 20? Maybe. But if if he's a genuine luxury trade, it makes sense. It makes sense to go from Henschel to White... Oh, sorry, from Henschel to McDaniel and get that... Price raise, especially if you're short term. To be player. honest, especially if you're parking him on the bench because yeah, he's a guard absolutely. forward, mm. so you can actually rotate him depending on how That's you handy. want to structure the team. Right? Yeah. They play nine games in the next five weeks. Yep, they've got the best. They've got the best schedule over the next five weeks. You're so. starting Galloway. I'm starting Menenga. Banksy's starting Menenga. How are we to say that McDaniel's I'm, I'm isn't start, startable? I'm, I'm starting Menenga as well. But yeah. as well, okay. How how. How are we to say that McDaniel's isn't startable oh, based I don't think on this? You don't I think, think DJ he's, Mitchell pops up the next bit, game? I think there's a big, a big guard stack there. Scott, Sobey, Smith, White. I mean, if, if White, if White had, I mean, if White had caught the hot hand there, what's to say McDaniel got those minutes? Yeah. We didn't well, see it in the preseason. DJ Mitchell, White. What I saw the other day, I didn't like. White was sitting in the corner a lot. Um, doing nothing, whereas everyone else was Sobey, he's got the ball in hands. Even Sammy Mack had the ball in his hands ah. a little bit. All, it was all over he was the standing next to Trenton Flowers. Yeah, he court. was. Yeah, he was. <laughs> I was like, why? <laughs> they were ta- just taking turns of just running from corner to corner. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm a bit more positive than you guys on him. I'm not overly positive. I don't think he's startable. The only other thing I would suggest here, and, and look, I – Look, we could be wrong. It could be a really good of short-term course. play. I don't opinion. think it's. I don't think it's a long-term trade-in. It could be a short-term play. One thing I don't like is I've seen teams looking to use a trade boost yeah. this early just to bring McDaniel. I think that's in. foolish. I wouldn't be using a boost. I for wouldn't it. be using a. Boost if it's a luxury right. trade, let's do it. Bring him in. Yeah. If it's if it's a trade boost, if you're using a boost, that's why. That's that's why. perfect way to put it. That's yeah. almost the biggest red flag we've even talked about. Yep. Cool. Um. The DJ Mitchell thing, DJ Mitchell started, McDaniel was off the Correct. bench. Is, if DJ lights it up, he will get more than 13 Correct. minutes. That role will flip on its head. Yep. I'm not bringing McDaniel in this week. Nope. If it's a pure luxury, I don't mind ticking it off, but uh, um, could very well be a trap. And we just mentioned Isaac White, and that is where the next question comes from. And it is who goes first out of Henschel or White. And we did have some responses on the Discord chat saying both. But yeah. <laughs> I'm in the both camp. No. <laughs> I'm White camp, but I'm biased. I have him. Yep. Mm. So he goes first or you yep. want yep. Go on. That one point. I actually put him, just, just for my own mindset, I actually put him out first before I traded Cotton out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is that, yeah, you got to teach your starting court. You got to teach them lessons. You yeah, know, you can reverse the trade, mind you. But, but the clip he's uh, played before with really and Ben Henschel, I was like, I had to teach him who's boss. That's it. Um, White does have the two games this week. He does, and there's a, there's obviously a, if you selected him, there's obviously a reason for it. Yeah, look, I did it when you, Taron was out. And was a bit of a hype. Game. Was a bit of a hype around how the role he was playing. But the thing I didn't like as well is his split minutes with Norton. Him and Norton are pretty much kind of the backup point guards combined. Yeah. Yes, White slides over and plays the two a little bit. But as I said to you, when he was playing on the court with Norton, he'd be in the corner just waiting yeah. for the shot. There was no and he point. went 0-3 and that didn't yeah. pay yeah. off. And, and it's funny, right? If Henschel had, if Perth had the one game, our answer would be very different, right? Because we only got one game of data. Henschel didn't play. Maybe he was a DMP. Yeah. It's funny how it works, right? Yeah, because yeah. we've got two games of data for Henschel. 
that second game made all that difference. Look, I think maybe between those two, you'd almost take a punt that White plays more minutes because he's got two games, whereas Henshaw might only play 10, especially if Ty's back, uh, yeah. especially even what they, they... Why did he get the DMP the first game? Obviously, really he's not overly confident about giving him... Plenty of minutes. He right? has just gone he and made played, history. He did, but he also made history when Usher in was bl- on three fouls in the first quarter or mm-hmm. the, just into the second quarter, right? Yep. And that's when he came on. The first person off the bench, uh, besides Corey Webster for Perth and Saar, uh, was Harris and it has been for both games. Mm-hmm. I don't see them changing that. Harris will be the first one off before Henschel comes on, right? So... There's a lot of risk there, whereas White, I think, might have been the first one off the bench as the guards, or Norton, I can't remember. White's not guaranteed his minutes. I think so. At a minimum. I'd agree with that, but I'd still be getting rid of White first. That little bit of price difference. Yes. Mm -hmm. Just Henschel, you can sit there, you can DPP, you can do those things. That's going to be as handy as what Isaac White White might go down in price because of that one. That is also true. So you can probably get White up to something a bit better as well. It has been... Mentioned early the old trade boost, and we have a new segment. I haven't run body fancy through this at all. Let's see how it goes. Slight delay, we'll get it. So, this is called Benny's Boost this week. I need a couple weeks. I need a boost in my rankings. Yep. So I'm going to handle the boosts oh, questions okay. for you mm, to no, this. Very good. Very good. I don't know if this is going to last every week, but we've got mm-hmm. heaps of boosting questions. Mm-hmm. Fellas, yes or no? This is like Phil on NBL overtime. Uh, would you boost Flowers to Saar? Yes. Yes. Would you boost Flowers to McDaniel? No. This yes. Is, this was actually a question oh. from Marco. Would you boost... Flowers to McDaniel for yes. big price changes. So I'm so no. You so no? Okay. Would you boost Flowers to Galloway? Yes. And would you boost... Which Galloway? Sorry. Jalen? Yes. Yes. Kyron? No. No. Would you boost Flowers to Henshaw? No. No. Okay, so we've got a couple there. So I'm boosting Flowers to Saar this week. Yep. Tick. Would you boost White to Saar? Yes. Yes. White to McDaniel? No. Well done. We're consistent, fellas. You said that before. I'm very proud. White to Jalen Galloway. Yes. Just. And white to Henschel. Absolutely not. He's not even going up this week. No. And he plays less games. There you go. I think that that... I'm definitely going through with my boost. Unfortunately... As a general rule, we should be saving these if we can, but I think if you don't you have get Alex... four all uh, season, right? Yep, four all season. It, well, you've got to put a, a value on people what get, these... People tr- get itchy fingers, trigger fingers. Yeah, but remember, you, you don't want to get halfway through the season and give up on your team, right? Yep. So it's it, you've got to put a value on these trade boosts. Yep. And, and some of those are there and some of those are definitely not. If any of you guys are out there and you're the ordinary bloke amongst your mates, then like me, use your trade boost. Next <laughs> question comes from one of Boydie's <laughs> mates in Christo. He's a mate of all. Mm. He did come to the Super Bowl party at my house. Yeah. Good mm. cannon. Mm. Good arm. Mm. And good at fantasy. Super coach, dare I say. Mm. Seventh in the universe. He's and he's a, asked. He's got a good mentor. <laughs> yes, that's right. Brisbane schedule with nine games over the next five weeks. Who are your must-haves in the Brisbane stack? This what? is so interesting. We haven't heard any chat about this. We're talking about all these Brisbane players. I'm just going to go first. Nobody. You don't like any of them. I'm avoiding at all costs. Because I don't need to go on the yeah. Brisbane stage. Okay. You, what if you didn't have Huck Porty as your centre position? Then I would be very interested in Banger. Not Harrison? Probably not Tyrell. Okay. As a stack sort of thing. As a startable regular yeah. starter, I'd probably be, be I'll be fine with starting Baines through this period and looking for someone to pair with Baines. We've got the perfect pairings with Huck Porty uh, starting there at the moment. Baines is mentioned. You've got to get him in. Number one uh, bargain at the moment. So strongly... Suggest that, but... Uh, I was the same answer. I actually looked at this for my captains um, and had to because they're on the double. And I, I just... I, I don't like the spread. I mean, we've only got one game of data. They played Adelaide of all teams. But, you know, I think Baines and Harrison absolutely split the minutes. 21 for Baines, 18 for Harrison. Rocco played the best 28 seconds of his life, even though it was against Adelaide. <laughs> Who knows if that demands more minutes in the short term or not. But I, I 
you know, I don't want to bring in a guy that's splitting those centre minutes 50-50 when you can have a Huck Porty at a lower price and play him just about every game at the moment. And then the guards and the wings, like it's it's if you look at the box score, the, the spread in minutes, again, it was Adelaide, but the, they were behind, right? It wasn't like it was a blowout. They had to come back in that game. They, they had did. a very poor start to the game. I watched it. But again, if you look at the box score, the minutes are so spread across the guards and wings. There's no standout that demands trade me in compared to some of the other options out there. Good for real life basketball for the boys oh. this year. Good to see. Yeah, yeah, they're very they're very deep, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're deep. Um, the deep ballers. Will mm. they be seeing any mm. body? The thing that I argue with that I'm going to argue against is like they've literally got the best schedule as of right now over the next five weeks. Yep. There's no one that plays nine games. There's a couple of teams that play six games and there's a couple of teams that play seven games. Yep. So you get an extra full two to three games compared to other players in some teams, mm-hmm. right? So that's over a five-week band, okay? Um, so... It depends on how you want to play it. Over the three week, not so much. Uh, you've got other teams that pop up there, like Melbourne next week have this run of three doubles in a row. So you wouldn't be trading a Melbourne player for a Brisbane player, right, to get this stack in. But say yeah. you've got Cairns guys to get rid of, because you do. Yeah, you hopefully don't have too many Illawarra guys, none New Zealand guys. Even uh, even Perth guys mm-hmm. is a possibility to get rid of them at the moment for a Brisbane player. And if they're like role players and you can maybe you need role players, you still need to score. Right? Absolutely. So the go- the guys I'd be going for are the guys that are guaranteed minutes at the moment. So you're talking about Banger Baines. I know mm-hmm. he only played 21, whatever it was. But producers with those 21, he's at, at PPMs, at, which is points per minute, is at 1.5, right? So even if he plays and 15 minutes, he's going to be well. getting 20 points, right? Let's say. Mm-hmm. At maybe 20, and he's going to play 20 startable. minutes. So I yeah. think he's startable. On, on a double, he's getting two games where he's playing 20 minutes, 40 minutes. He's probably going to score you 50, yep. right? I agree. He's startable, double. but the problem is the value. If you've got Huck Porty, are you bringing in Baines? Oh, no, probably not. Yeah. But because Huck Porty's on three doubles in a row come next week. But if you don't have Huck Porty and there's only there's less yeah. than 50% that have him, mm-hmm. um, I think it's he's a valid, I think he's a valid option because you're yeah. not probably not bringing Huck in this week, mm. even though he's going to go up a stack of money Good point. because he's only playing a single. I think mm-hmm. you're going to get more points yeah. out of Baines this week on he's a double. He's the clear right? standout for me. He's a clear one. The other ones are real risky choices, and and you, they're kind of if you want to go for a punt, they're almost like a luxury trade. If you need someone else, you've got that the Scott Soby Smith, right? None of them are that exciting. The Smiths one that gets none me, of right? them, are, but none of them are yuck, mm-hmm. right? They're not yuck. I feel like they're solid. They're solid, yeah. right? They're role. They're almost the like old role Daniel players. Johnson. They're the role players. <laughs> uh, the big yep. thing for me was. The one I was probably watching the most, and he played the least minutes out of those three, was Sobi. Only played he played under twenty two minutes. Yeah, uh, if he played twenty five, he might add thirty. Yeah, you know, um, he only had the three fouls, so it was kind of like uh, they were and, early, they were, and they were, but they were up by a bit as well, like True. for a lot of it. So I don't think he needed to play. Um, the good thing about him is with the point guard there, a pass first point guard, he looks like he's slotted in fine. He's doing his thing. He's playing the role. He is the two now, and I think he, I think he's going to. Yep, be, do as well an alternative to some of those imports with the extra bit, games. I think he's a bit yeah. of a point of difference. He's only 5% owned at the moment, right? Yeah. And they've got nine games over the next... Even if he does his 25, compared to a guy that's got six games or seven games and yeah. gets 30, you're still in front, right? Yeah. It's a very it's good one of those point. things. You've got to play the mass a little bit. Absolutely. And um, we used to get the old bodies calculator yeah, clip out. I wouldn't, expect the, I wouldn't expect a huge price rises out of him, obviously, mm-hmm. at the moment, unless yeah. he starts balling out and has 35s across the board, which is possible with Sobi. Remember this guy had a triple-double in the old scoring format, which was 101 or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. 103 in one game? Uh, yeah. Which would have been probably like a 60 or a 70. Uh, in I know you had him. I know I had him. Deeper. I know someone didn't. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. didn't have him. Team, That's why he's doing it. deeper. Yeah. Uh, it is deeper. I, I guarantee. Yeah, I, yeah I'm, I'm there with you. But I'm just saying that it's hard to argue against that. Stra- it that is schedule. hard to argue against. The it's only one you can probably argue against mm-hmm. is Melbourne coming into the three doubles next week. And then if you look a bit deeper into that five game run, uh, five round run, sorry, the Cairns. So this right. is the path I'm on. If you're not in the Melbourne into Cairns path, which is the majority of my team, what I'm Same. planning on doing, the Brisbane is the great alternative. Yep. For solar players, they're not going to make you a stack of money, but they'll probably get their value for the most part, you've listed them all really well. Um, I think the, the one that frustrated me, I wanted, I wanted to see, yes, yeah. I absolutely wanted to see a better score out of him. 
and it was it, the stack. It's got I, me. I guarantee he played twenty seven minutes, but he only scored no assists, and he didn't get much else outside of his scoring. Smith's going to have a couple of Super Coach games where he has like forty. Oh, and it's going to be it's going to be on it's going to be thirty points. I know that Banksy had schedules. He's not too oh, he, bad he on the scored, rebounds. He scored what he pr- he's priced at. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He's got what he's priced at. He's not. I, he's got the 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 thing. Why I wanted to bring him in is his flexibility. He, yep. You can match yeah, him up with a Travers, for example, yep. and yep. he's got the guard forward flexibility. That's yep. I wanted to see more out of him. I wanted to see a thirty plus to give me confidence to bring him in. But yeah, just looking at those minutes across the box score, it did not do much for me. Well, that's a, I don't think he was hitting mm. the shots either. I haven't got the box score in front of me either, but um, I think he yeah wasn't. Well, we know he can do. He can. Mm. Um, so this segues greatly into the next series of questions from Tyson. Best import to trade in, and from Morto specifically. Valentine, Cummings, Crawford, Smith. Please discuss which one do we want to do? Because he doesn't want. Uh, this is coach of the Coogee Hornets in Watto, the George King. Because uh, oh. I told him He's last year, oh, I go stick Watto. with him. He's your point of difference. You know, you saw it in the preseason because George King was fine, and then he just yeah, he Done ruined boy dirty single handedly ruined Watto's season. <laughs> uh, I apologise, um, but this was even before what I knew. We went serial killers, which is good. So I'm bringing in two imports this week. Cotton down, 69K, up okay. two imports, 277. Oh. So I'm really here. I'm, I'm, I'm glad for your feedback. Mm-hmm. What would you guys rank these? And I'll just do what you do. I, guess <laughs> I think it's a clear number you know one I guess from those I'm, four. I'm, I'm, I'm predicting Benny's been watching a lot of Equalizer movies this week, I'm presuming. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's number one. Denzel, uh, I'm hoping to equalize you guys after this week. That is for sure. Um, and I think if you if we want to revert, revert back to that article we've mm. got on the news tab in Supercoach, uh, right. he's our best buys. Mm. I think it's Boydie's best buys now. Which is yep. you know he's the buyer of the week. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for the check to get hit my bank account that uh, for the naming rights on that one. Um, Need some scores first. Pardon me. He's, he's Got to come through with some scores first. Who okay. does before you get paid? Yeah. Oh, is that how it works? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he was obviously on the best buys uh, in the, in the article. So check out the article on the tab. Cummings obviously started off pretty well. Um, I had him in my team, so I'm pretty happy with it. Crawford uh, didn't do as well as probably we would have hoped. He met his price, I think. He did just, I think, just under maybe at 22, 23, something along those lines. Smith, we've already discussed. I th- I, I love Valentine. He did everything. Uh, yes. He was on triple double. Watch. I think we would all agree. We've got it written in paper, so we're contractually obliged that Valentine is our number one. It is who is that next best pick, and what over from Coogee? I'm sure you, you'll go with the Valentine, but uh, anyone else? It's a, it's a short-term versus long-term trade, but yeah, short-term it would be tough. Valentine, Crawford, because they've got the back-to-back. Tazzy. Mm-hmm. Cummings is finishing his back-to-back doubles this week. Um, not, not far away, though. They only have a single and, and he was double again. very good pick put by you, Body. 1%. Yeah, happy with that. Very good. They have they have a double round four as well, so it's not. That's an important. That's an important it, week. right. So that's especially week. that round, that round week four. Mm-hmm. There's only three teams on double. This is exactly what I wanted to discuss. Right, you mm-hmm. sent me I right know, in the I right know. path. That's why I did it, Benny. I'm Thank you. Picking up Smith is down. clearly fourth for me. In reality, I like Crawford better than Cummings as a super coach prospect. As do I. But what I am planning is I, I talked about this. To you before, yes. Bordy. Am I going to give it all away? I think I'll have to. We you have to. We have to. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to bring Cummings in as my second. So Valentine's and Cummings for me. And the reason for that is because of that round four. Mm-hmm. Now, I will have, by round four, an entire starting lineup of Melbourne and South East Melbourne Phoenix I players. Say, you don't have Adelaide players for that. No, you? I do not. Before, yep. I need to make trades by bringing Cummings in this week. I'm already covered, Whoa, so it'll be ultra prepared. So Whoa. Travis... Cor- Someone's going for the overall week, week four he's winner. spreadsheeting his spreadsheet now. Travis, Cook. Multiple tabs. Mm. Huck Porty, Cummings. Ugh. And who's the other guard? Brown. No. Dally. Dally, of course. <sighs> so that's my starting five, but something else happens in week four that I really want to get on, which is the New Zealand boys come back. Mm, they do, yes. So that is why Cummings gets the edge for me. Instead of worrying about bringing my two to try and fill that starting court for round four, I'm getting this jump ahead of the competition. BJC, Sydney Water, please. Getting the man who was the number three averaging player in the Blitz in the preseason, also the Blitz, and the number one averaging player so far. Oh, He's just yes. been killing it. One game. Cheatham, Delaney, Matthew Yang. There's a few targets from don't New Zealand. Don't throw that mango name out there with you. Don't mean it. No, I don't. Can I ask you guys? We're obviously not going to talk about the breakers a lot tonight, but one thing that stood out in the box score was, was Cheatham. 
Yeah. And he scored the 11. 11. Discount Cheatham in round was four f- for me. I saw he had four that fouls. Was it a matter of East? Look, he still played 27 minutes. Either way, so I'll have my full set. That's why Cummings... <laughs> did did I, did I, no, did anyone watch the game? No, I didn't see, didn't okay. see second. <laughs> Missed that one. Yeah. Okay. So, look, it is going to be, for me... Cummings gets the edge for that reason. I'll yep, be able to I jump agree. on the yep. New Zealand boys. And then what happens the week after? Get uh, on the cans. cans, cans, cans so cans, I won't have to worry about jumping on New Zealand boys because I'll already be on the cans. But if you got, uh, if you go and jawed on, uh, double, double, then a single, then another double. Mm. So their schedule's not too bad there. I do like him. Um, if you're trading in one of those guys, I would probably be going Crawford over Cummings at this stage as of right now because Brown obviously didn't yes. play the first game. Came back for the second game, bit of a red flag. Banksy was all over it. Uh, and I, I was watching as well. I felt like they played a lot of game time together, but then when I said it, they uh, that <laughs> then two seconds later they weren't on the court together. And Banksy's like, I've, "Ah, you stink." <laughs> I, I feel. Like, I feel. Like, <laughs> I was like, "I do not stink." I put I deodorant on this morning. I, I feel like the other benefit with Cummings is we've got these two good scores in the bank. Mm. Yeah, we get right. to use them. Yeah, that's right. So that yeah. is a positive yeah. as well. Was it the last game where Cummings was very rusty with his score at quarter time or half time? And he was came, absolute garbage. He, he yeah, came, that's right. He came, he came, came and home then he just had a spurt. Very strong. Strong. Four layups but in a row. There's a lot of turnovers early. Yes. Even though the first, the first, there's a lot of turnovers early that mm. that were pretty rough. Were you watching it? Mm. Like he was there was there was three three refs in that weren't liking what he was putting out at all. There was some rough calls in those turnovers. So do not say that to Perth fans because that was know, really his other complaint that'll, that'll from that upset. press conference. Yeah, upset but, them. Uh, Obviously, they might. Yeah, but um, justified flag. Brown's minutes are going to improve. In his return from injury, which so. will hurt both and, and air yeah, and yeah, yeah both, both of them. I agree, um, but we I think we flagged it in one of our preseason podcasts as well. We looked at their games in the Blitz, and it was either Brown or Cummings that had the better score from game to game. Yeah, and that, but I think that kind of happens sometimes. But mm-hmm. yeah, yep, yeah, I'm happy to have him sitting there at the moment. I'm not trading him out, mm-hmm, of um, course, because not. that would be silly. Excellent. I will join you. Um, Cash, gen versus points. The big broad question that I guess is, uh, I guess intrigued lots of our Discord members from Nick Turner. Do we prioritise cash generation or points from Lado's Legends? How important is cash generation going to be early on? We've got some examples here, but um, I guess before we get into these, Bordy, you said your tactic to me was mass cash generation. Shut up. So that's a yes. Banksy, have you given this any thought? No. I think, look, this is a different platform to what we've played in seasons yep. past. Yep. And um, obviously the last couple of seasons I've been at the pointy end of the rankings overall for the first half of the season. Mm-hmm. My problem has been the cash generation in the back half of the season. So it's something I'm trying to learn from, something I'm trying to personally prioritise this season. Even though we don't – I don't think we know the exact answer just yet, but I think in any fantasy game – Cash generation has to come early, and we've got a lot of decent cash cows this season. So it's definitely a priority for me It's early. A, it's definitely a priority early for me, as you said, Benny, um, because you need that cash generation early so that you've got the flexibility later on mm. uh, to do something. Like I know even, for example, there were some questions there around cotton, holding cotton, rah, rah. I'm not holding Cotton because he's going to go down, right? Unless he was he our number aid. one sell. Correct. Said he was our number one sell in the article for that reason. He's going to go down. And also, I am not a creek owner, I would, I'm, and I'm not touching him because of that either because he needs a huge score, right? Obviously, everyone's score is dependent on everyone else as well because obviously the total salary cap added, all of them combined, every player combined does not change. Magic number. So there must be as many ups as there is downs in dollar it per is all dollar, relative, right? Yep. So, um, but even still, uh, the, the generation of cash is very important this week. It's a reason why I went Menenga over Olbrick. Uh, it's uh, yeah, reason why I've made a couple of my decisions, I guess. Yeah. And um, and yeah. So far, it is playing out well. We've got a couple of examples on those lines. Uh, so from Fletch. Uh, his plan's actually to trade Dally this week to Adams or Valentine. Do is he hold, play Dally on a single, or prioritise the cash generation over playing someone on the double? So do you trade Dally before that big price rise, or do you go get a king? I don't think well, he's, if Sorry. Go. I, I don't. If you trade Dally to Valentine, they're both going to have an increase this week. 
I don't think, think so. you're actually losing out on cash generation. You'd think so. You might not get as much of a value appreciation with Valentine, maybe because he's starting at that slightly higher price. Mm. Yes, um, and Pretty he minimal. needs to. He needs to obviously slightly higher score. Yes, and everyone else. Delhi's put get that back score. to thirty three. Um, so, yep. What I would say to that though, there is a little bit of a red flag there with. Ian Clark possibly being back and Adele's minutes might come down. Mm-hmm. But I think Benny made a good point to me earlier today. Okay, so what if Daly doesn't take 17 shots this week, he takes 12? He's still probably going to hit a decent percentage of those and still score. He might not score. What do you score? 30s? 30s both games. So maybe he scores high 20s, right? That's still a good enough score for him to go up. For sure. Right? Um, yeah, so that's the thing. Adams... I'd be wary because Adams is quite a high price to start with, right? He's almost 400K, so he needs to ball out. I think his BE, his break-even is skyrocket too. So. Yeah, it would be pretty high, but I think we all agree we'll maybe look for another trade. We haven't seen your yeah, team I mean, fledge, yeah, but yeah, exactly, keep, yeah. keep Daly on you your keep bench. Keep Daly and <laughs> go somewhere else yeah. because like, like we talked about as well, Melbourne start those three runs of doubles come next week. And at his prize, Delhi is almost kind of like a role player. You can just sit there and you can start him for those three doubles, right? And you can just then park him on the bench if you want to and use your trades elsewhere or whatever, right? He's not super expensive. It's not like an Adams. If you're stuck with Adams, you've got to play him. You've got to start him, I mean, if you go Adams. Denzel, not so much. I mean, you can have an import on the bench while they're still 277K, can't you, for a single. But once they're Adams' price or Cotton's price or Creek's price or Doyle's price, it's right? It's wasted. It's yep. wasted. You're not going to put that guy on the bench, right? I agree. Yep. Like the, the Delhi to Adams, no. That that will affect that will affect price generation. Yep. But I honestly, honestly do not think that Delhi to Valentine is going to I affect agree. your cash generation. I agree. And... You can very well bring Delhi in next week. Yep. You can end up with Delhi and Valentine. They're both on doubles yeah. the following yep. week. Depending so on what your team looks like. Can Fletch, you trade someone else and yeah, bring Valentine Fletch, in send for someone us a, else? Send us a DM, Fletch. We want to see this team. Mm-hmm. Depends on it your team, but be, it's if, not gonna, if his question is cash generation, that's not affecting cash generation. No, it's not. If that's, but the Adams one if that's is, what it's based around, but yep. Delhi is going up. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, but probably not much difference. The Valentine's no. got a thirty-six. You almost yeah, on triple double watch. Like, correct, he was. Yeah. The next question we've got is from a guy who's had two top five mm. finishes. Oh. He's not allowed to have any questions. Then, His yeah. wife's also Fancy won the competition. Royalty. Um, oh, one of these wife team ones is it? Fez. Mm. Yes. Is <laughs> uh, it the Fez Monkeys? That that's his team, correct? Yeah, okay. yeah um, that was not the one that won, but multiple top fives before <laughs> that season. Rings so, a bell. Um, Rings a bell. Mick Vay versus McDaniel. Ooh. Better scorer versus the cash generator. Who would we suggest bringing in this week? For me, it'd be McVeigh because I'm not sold. I like the. I think McVeigh's probably likely to almost make cash based on his prior performance as well. well but well, McVeigh's um, starting as well, which is a key thing. And I think McVeigh starts for the whole season. Yeah. McDaniel is not. Um, the thing about, actually, even Brizzy a little bit now, as Banksy pointed out a little bit earlier, that lots of guys need minutes there, right? They're, they're kind of deep. So, yeah, okay, McVeigh starts, but... Um, there's no guarantee he plays 30 minutes a night. He's going to play over 20, you'd think. Yeah, I think he's like... McVeigh has turned into 29 a game yep. for the most part. Like, he's high he 20s He played 30 anyway. minutes, uh, had 1.1 points per minute for a 34. Mm-hmm. Away at Perth. Like, yeah, he's their second best fantasy option behind Doyle at the moment. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think Lee had some... Uh, I've still got a nice little thing about Marcus Lee there. He did have some foul trouble. Um and I think, yeah, he had 28, right? So he didn't have a bad game. And he's only 288K, 280.7K. So he's only slightly more expensive than a new import. And a 28 is obviously higher than the price of a new import needs. So I think he's kind of still maybe going up a little bit um, dollars-wise. And I think he had a couple of turnovers. So I, I'm not ruling Lee out completely. Um, but McVeigh looks like he's... he's McVeigh's, it's kind of a bit Another of a boring solid pick, right? but yeah, unspectacular. Solid. unspectacular. Uh, That's we've it. got excited about Jack McVeigh before, right? In previous seasons. Every I know single you have, season. Yeah. Uh, been, Benny, sorry. Yeah. Um, but they've got two doubles in a row and he's he's looking pretty sharp. And he hasn't said whether he's going to start one of these guys or whether it's a bench option. It's a lot of money to have McVeigh on the bench. Yeah. And we mentioned that he played Perth last week and still scored well. It doesn't get much easier this week. He's got Sydney 
and Melbourne, Melbourne United. United. Yep. A takeaway I did take. Oh, at home? Aren't they? No, Melbourne United's one, here. One home, one yep. away. Yep. Sydney's at Melbourne. One That's thing home. I did take away was the last, I think it was the last United game, they were interviewing Travers after the game. And the one point I took away was, Travers said the number one um, point that United are trying to make each game at the moment is keeping teams under 70 points per game. Oof. And I think that that game they kept their opponent at 67. So will Melbourne United be the fantasy opponent to avoid this season? Well, we have the advanced stats that are about to go out probably tomorrow. They may even be out by the time you listen to this. So um, I can confirm that, uh, yes, they are at present. Beautiful. Um, As always, you can find us on... X or Twitter at bball underscore blokes on Facebook Basketball Blokes or www.basketballblokes.com. Check out the article on the news tab in Supercoach uh, for the official uh, buy, hold, sell article.